Hi, I'm Craig Saffin. Welcome to the Scaling New Heights podcast series. Scaling New Heights is a collection of vignettes and expert opinions for successful small and medium business founders, owners, and leaders. If you are a leader of a successful small or medium business looking to scale the business to a new height, I hope you find something useful in the series. The podcasts are a narration of my book, Scaling New Heights, and is narrated by Trent Monday. Pillar two, sales strategy. 2.7, who owns and controls the company assets? Sales territory planning. Executive summary. In this chapter, we'll consider that the best sales professionals are outstanding at intensive farming of a territory, and that the best sales leaders apply a comprehensive territory management plan across their team, and have a communicated rule on how often key accounts need to be engaged, and have communicated criteria on how accounts are graded, and insist on account management plans from the frontline account managers, and finally have multiple account managers working for large clients. Who owns the relationship with your biggest clients? If one of your key account managers leaves tomorrow, does the relationship also leave the business? Are new members in your sales team given a warm set of relationships or starting from a deep freeze? What are your criteria for sales activity in your top 20 accounts? Many years ago, I studied agricultural science at the University of New England in the Northern Tablelands, New South Wales city of Armadale. As part of my studies, I learned the stark difference between the intensive farming that is found in horticulture or pork manufacturing compared with the broad acre requirements found on some beef properties in central Queensland. In the latter, the stocking rate could be where one beast requires 10 or 12 hectares on which to graze. Related to this, I've found that the best sales professionals are outstanding at intensive farming of a territory. The less skilled requires a broad acre approach. This is also akin to picking the low hanging fruit without too much sweat or application. The best sales leaders I have worked with apply territory management in the following way. Regularly monitoring the activity in the key accounts. This requires mandatory data input into the company's CRM and well-designed management reporting, which is used to manage sales performance in an objective manner. Have a communicated rule on how often key accounts need to be engaged. This will vary depending on the product or service and also how active the client is, daily, weekly, or monthly. In most cases, unless there is some engagement with the client at least once per month, then it is not serious account management. Have communicated criteria on how accounts are graded, number of contact points, projected revenue in the next 12 months, and net promoter score. This is valuable because it rates the account manager and the overall interaction with the client. It's a reliable predictor of how much the client views your business and the members interacting with them. Move accounts between team members. This enforces the fact that the business owns the client and it is being loaned to the account executive. It encourages account managers to work the valuable assets loaned to them using intensive hunting and farming methods. Provide new account managers with a mix of warm and cold accounts. 
The quicker new members are successful, the more successful the business will be. This initiative also drives an important teamwork component of the company culture, where everyone is supporting each other to be successful, rather than a dog-eat-dog boiler room environment. Put in place business-wide territory plans and, as a subset, team-level territory plans. Know what the scope of the market looks like and how much is being actively engaged. Keep a healthy mix of established accounts, farming, and accounts requiring business development, hunting. Salesforce.com has a list of eight tips for planning sales territories. Tip number two is the capacity issue. How many territories are required to make each of your account managers successful? Insist on account management plans from the frontline account managers. This is a key part of the start with the end in mind mentality, which is key to a strategic thinking account executive. This approach complements the top-down planning for the business. If done with full knowledge and disclosure, there should be a complementary meeting in the middle with the bottoms-up process which is roughly aligned. Of course, an account executive should be able to plan to exceed his revenue target from the account plan. Executing the plans allows unforeseen shortfalls and oversight to be headed off before the year has progressed too far along. Have multiple account managers working for large clients. This is a key risk mitigation strategy. Large client accounts can be complex, and only the most senior and accomplished account executives can get their arms completely around the management of these projects. Providing multiple account management services also permits specialization in the account. Failing to do these things in large accounts means, invariably, opportunities are being foregone. Finally, Put all this in place for communication and execution at the beginning of the fiscal or sales year. Depending on the business and the product or service being sold, the sales process can be anywhere from one meeting to many meetings. Indeed, it is a common mantra that establishing a new B2B client can take 12 to 15 meetings or encounters before some traction takes place. Given the high cost of acquisition for new clients, a dutiful level of care is prudent. On top of this, a lazy account manager can undo all this hard work very quickly. Make it an integral part of your culture for sales leaders to actively manage sales territories. The accounts are a valuable asset that belongs to the business. Now here's the action list for this chapter. Obtain a report listing all your clients. Rank the clients based on revenue contribution or potential revenue. Segment your market based on different verticals or applications. Develop account plans for the top clients. Work with leaders on a suitable territory plan aimed at overachieving the budget. And then finally, review progress of territories and key clients on a regular basis. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scaling New Heights. Please leave a rating or review for the series on the medium where you source your podcasts. The transcripts for today's podcast can be found on craigsaffin.com, C-R-A-I-G-S-A-P-H-I-N.com. Please subscribe to the series so you don't miss out on future episodes.